Hey y'all, welcome back to the Redneck Road. So, finally, finally, we got a special today. I've been trying to get my wife to do a podcast episode with me here for some goddamn time. She's been, nah, I don't wanna, nah, I don't wanna. Well, she finally agreed to do it. And we're doing it on relationships. Now, I know I just put a podcast out just the other day about you know relationships and whatnot and uh but she kind of wanted to give her spiel on it and just kind of do a Q&A on it so without further ado grab the oh shit handle it's gonna be a hell of a ride okay so what part of this did you want to talk about? Like, the part of both sides, like, they eat, both sides have, as in, like, the female and male version of the relationship. And, like, I agree with everything you said. It's just, I think some of it needs to get, like, more... Like in depth. Yes, like our females caddy, absolutely. Our men assholes. Absolutely. Like, but I noticed a lot lately that a female will make it out to be that the male is like the worst person ever. When push comes to shove, it really she made him that way. She pushed and pushed and pushed. And eventually he had enough. Right, but as I said, you know, I mean, you can push and push and push. But there's nothing saying that you've got you've to act out in, in violence. You've got to act out in aggression. You can just walk the fuck away or you can just leave the relationship. Right. And what I can't figure out is why both men and women have a hard time doing it i mean if you guys are making each other miserable and she's pushing and then he's having to take all the shit why in the fuck are either one of them staying i like i don't understand like i've seen a whole bunch of different relationships and like people look at our relationship and they try to compare it and it's like you can't compare one relationship to another because they're two totally different people. Like, we've had our ups and downs. We've broken up twice. And then, finally, we came together. We've gotten married. Everything's changed. For the better. Like, we realized where we both fucked up. And realized, okay, this is what needs to change. And it's not... Earlier, you said in your previous podcast that if you don't have trust, you don't have love. But with that, you also need communication. Right, but you have to be able to trust the person that's communicating with you. Because if if you can't trust a word coming out of their mouth when they're communicating, then... But what I'm saying is... It don't go nowhere. It's not only in a relationship, it's not only trust and love. No, 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 no. communication, and so many people lack that. 
Right, but trust is the yes. biggest thing. Yes. That that right there is your build that right there is your foundation. Right. You break that foundation and it crumbles, everything you built on top of it comes toppling right down with it. Right. Like I'm not denying that. I believe that you need trust before anything else. You need to trust somebody to love them. <coughs> I'm sorry, like those people that are in a relationship for a couple days and they're like, Oh my god, I love this guy so much. No, you don't. That's your vagina talking. And you want to know what's funny about the, the, the boys nowadays is they're the same fucking way. Yeah. They will tell a young lady whatever they need to mm -hmm. just to get a piece of action. Right. And it's, it's fucking wrong. Right. And it just... Like, I understand, do people have sex on the first date? Absolutely. It happens. But, I'm sorry, you cannot fall in love with somebody the first time having sex with them. If sex is great, awesome. Good, you guys got a good physical relationship. Now, work on the emotional part of your relationship. The mental part of your relationship. But most people are like, does this person look hot enough to be with me? Does that person look hot enough to be with me? No, it's not about your physical attraction. Right. You need to have that emotional and mental connection with somebody before you get into a relationship. Right, and... Honestly, I can say this when it comes to the, the whole uh, outer looks of somebody. That can lead to so much insecurity in a person right. that, oh my God. I mean, it's, you know, yeah, she is way too hot to be with me. I don't know what she sees in me, but she saw something. But then every time she goes out, because you know that she is just drop-dead gorgeous and you don't hold yourself to a higher value than what you do, your self-esteem is just shit, you end up fucking the relationship up because now all of a sudden you bring it up to her and it's like, look, I'm sorry that I had an attitude the other night when you got home. I just hate it when you go out without me. I don't feel like you des like I deserve you. You know, you're just so beautiful. You know, you could have any guy and you chose me and I don't know why. You do realize, gentlemen, at that point your vagina is showing. And you are showing her <coughs> your insecurities. You are showing that you don't trust her. And she got into a relationship because she thought she found a man. Now, a man holds himself to a certain standard. You know? It's like a lot of people look at me and they'd probably be like, Oh my God, he is not good looking at all. Me, I don't give a fuck what they think. I think I'm an alright looking dude. You know, people look at my wife and be like, what the fuck is he doing with her? He could do better. Fuck you. I don't want to do better. Make her happy. I, I just... She literally completes me. And that's what I've been looking for my entire fucking life. And I've had myself some lookers. And I held myself to a good high standard value. And still, relationship went fucking tits up. Just for the simple fact is, she knew that she was good looking. 
she knew that I would let her do whatever she wanted, when she wanted, because I trusted her. And then that trust got abused, and I caught her fucking cheating on me. But hey, live and let learn. But. Like, the one thing I will say, like, when it comes to our relationship, you want to go hang out with your friends? Go. I want to go hang out with my friends? You tell me, go. You want to play your video game? You want me to turn it on for you? Like, you have, like, you've said before that, like, a relationship isn't 50-50. It's 100 and 100. You have to give a hundred to get a hundred. And it's, you can't keep doing these like double standards. Like you can't tell me that if I'm going to go hang out with my friends, but when I want to go hang out with mine, you can't tell me that I can't do that. Right. Which, and you don't do that, but I'm just saying like for relationships in general, there's, there's couples that. that do that. Yeah. <clears throat> and for our relationship, it's like, no. You want to go hang out with your friends? Go. Have a good time. And another thing is, is if you are okay with sending your other half out to go hang out with their friends, don't blow their phone up. Yeah, no. You're just going to piss them off more. Now, no, that's, you're not going to piss them off more because they weren't pissed off when they left, but they're going to come back fucking livid. It's like you said, I go out with my friends, but then you start blowing up my goddamn phone to the point to where I shut it off, I turn it back on, and you're fucking heated under the collar because you've been trying to get a hold of me and everything. I mean, you don't do that. No. If anything, I text you, and I ask, you know, how are things at home, right. everything all right, I'll say, it is and fine. I'll let you know if I'm staying somewhere else or if I'm coming home. Right. I was going to say, it's fine to, like, send a message like, hey, I hope you're having a good night. Just want to let you know I'm heading to bed. That is fine. Yeah. Or if it's, like, been a while and, like, you were kind of, like, unsure, like, you just have this gut feeling, just like, hey, just want to make sure you're having a good night. And if they're not having a good night, nine out of ten times, they're probably going to message you, I'm ready to come home. Or I'm on my way home. Sorry I didn't message you, like... And women, if men do not text you back within two minutes of you sending five messages, it's okay. It's called he's having a good time. Let him fucking have it. Because the right guy will let you go out, have a damn good time with your friends or your sister or your family or whatnot. They're not going to sit there and blow your phone up. Even if they Unless do, they're insecure assholes, that's the only one. But even if they do blow your phone up, they're not expecting you to message right back. I have noticed that. The females are like, they are extremely catty when it comes to that. It's like, I, I've texted him five fucking times. Mm -hmm. And the last text I sent a minute and a half ago. He read it, but he didn't respond. So what the fuck is going on? Just be glad he read it. I read it. I didn't think I needed to justify anything with a fucking answer. Right. And honestly, I had a quick second to look at it. Now, I was shooting a game of pool. It was my turn. I looked at it. Shit, it's my turn. Put the fucking phone in the back pocket. Grab another fucking round of fucking beers. 
Oh shit, I forgot to message back. I mean, shit fucking happens. Just be glad he read it. Like, I might be one of these new age people, like, in this dating marriage thing, where if nowadays, like, if somebody says they want to go out and do something with their buddies, it's like, oh no, not happening. You are to stay home, help take care of the kids, do this. No. Or they compromise on a level that ain't really fucking fair. It's like, well, yeah, no, you can go out with the guys, but I'm going with you. Um, okay. And then the thing of it is, is that, you know, nine times out of ten, the dudes are like, you know, well, that's fine. That's cool. But on the on the reciprocating fucking end of that nine out of ten times, the female makes it the worst fucking night for her man and their and, and his friends because she just won't leave him the fuck alone. Because she cannot understand that if you're going to go out with the guys, you are one of the guys. You are not that guy's girlfriend. You are his best friend. Well, no, you're still my girlfriend, but hey, get ready, you know, get ready, because we're going to talk to you like one of the guys. We're going to treat you like one of the guys. I'm going to treat you like my girlfriend. But I don't need you, like, up in my face, trying to, you know, exactly. Trying to stuff your fucking tongue down my throat every 30 seconds, or sit there and believe me, okay, this happens. Alright? When a girl goes out with her boyfriend, fiance, husband, whatever the fuck, while he's going out with his friends for a night, and I've heard this so many fucking times, because I used to spend a lot of time in the bars in my younger years. And I can tell you right now, fuck that, I quit. Um, but you would see these things. And God damn it, the woman is always sitting there. I swear to God, if she looks at my man one more time, I'm going to dig her fucking eyes out with a toothpick. Well, you chose to go out. So what? She's looking at him. He, he, he saw her look at him. They locked eyes. They saw each other. He's not acting on it. And if later on she gets up the fucking nerve to go over and say, Hey, baby, you're kind of cute. Would you like to dance? And he's like, uh, no, actually, I think I'm good. I'm, I'm here with my girlfriend. And, yeah, I just... I'm a very faithful person. And, you know, I wouldn't want her doing this to me. So I'm not going to do this to her. But thank you for the offer. Be that guy. Don't sit there and go for a dance, because let's face it, you know what the dancing's going to be. She's going to sit there and grind her ass up and down your pecker, maybe cause some heat, maybe cause some friction. Next thing you know, you're leaving the dance floor, you go back over to your girlfriend, she notices that you got a chubby popped. Now you got a lot of fucking explaining to do, and that's a fucking horn in your ear that you don't want. No. But yeah, women do that at when they go out with their boyfriend... Because he's going out with the guys. Girls fucking do that. And it's disgusting. But like, my thing is, if you want to go out with the guys, <sighs> you are going to be one of the guys. Try. And I think like, for our relationship, like we've been able to look at like, okay, you want to go hang out with you guys, I want to go. Well, I'm going to be one of the guys. Like, yes. Am I married to you? Yes. But I expect, <coughs> I can't really say expect, but... 
I'm looking to be treated like one of the guys if I'm going to go out. Right. It's one of those things that's like half expected. And I'm sorry, like, guys are going to look at girls. Girls are going to look at guys. Like, Looking's fine. It's when you try to act on it. Unless Jason's on the TV. That's totally different. I've not tried to hump the TV yet. Well, I hope not. Yeah, TV would probably break. Mm-hmm. But it's window shopping. You can look, but you can't touch. Growing up... Well, Jason Momoa, you couldn't afford. <laughs> no. But growing up with my parents, my mom would catch my dad all the time looking at women. He never acted on it, but trust me, whenever my mom would catch him looking at somebody, at a female, my mom, first question that would come out of her mouth is, and he scrapes their tattoos. And my dad would bust out laughing every time because he knew he got caught. But it wasn't the... It wasn't a fight. No. It was a joke. It was a pick on each other. It was, hey, I saw you see her. Right. You know? So it was like... And my mom would catch my dad doing the whole rubbernecking thing. The what? The rubbernecking. Oh. I thought you said rubber ducky. No. Rubbernecking. Yeah. I'm sorry. Now, if I notice that you... Like, you and I were out somewhere, and you rubbernecked yourself looking at a woman. Nine out of ten times, I probably already looked at her. Knowing that if you have completely almost turned yourself around, she's going to have either a big ass or big tits. Or a really good tattoo. But... At the same time, you're just looking. You're not acting on it. No. And there's been a lot of times where I've I've looked and you've been like, so can we take it home? Yeah. And then what do I do? I pull a fucking 180 and I start fucking walking like toward her. Well, no, you kind of spin. Yeah. And do a 180 like on your, yeah. On my heels? No. Well, I don't pop no chubby in public. If I tell you we can take her home. Yeah, that don't mean that she's going to come home. If and you... I wouldn't even want it. <laughs> I've, I've got one vagina I need to satisfy. That's all I want. I don't want to have to satisfy two in one fucking night. Yeah. Fuck that. It's bad enough I already break a sweat when we have fucking sex. Aren't you supposed to? Well, yeah, but I mean... It's fucking wintertime, for God's sake. We got the fan going, fucking window open sometimes. It's like fucking probably 38 degrees in the goddamn bedroom, and I'm still sweating. It happens. No, it's because I'm fat. Some of the things that, like, females do, it's like, seriously? But at the same time, there are some men out there that do the same thing as females. Yeah. I'm not just bashing females. No. But it's just... I think for me, being a female, I'm more apt to talk about them. Here's where I look at things, if I may. If you start dating a woman, and you tell her that 
you got it set up to go out that incoming weekend and go chill with the boys. And she starts throwing a fucking fit. You may want to start investing in the time and the courage and try to find the right warden to uh, probably leave her. Because that ain't going to get no better. That's only going to get worse. If she comes along and she makes your night fucking miserable, you got one of two choices. You can start thinking about leaving her, or you can just sit back and say, this shit ain't happening again. I'm going to lose fucking friends over this. This shit ain't happening again. Now, if you sit there and you're having a good time and your phone is blowing the fuck up, may want to start thinking about a different different path in life because I will tell you right now I have heard oh I'll change I'll change I'll change I don't want you to fucking change I got to see who you are I don't like who you are you were past the honeymoon stage the mask came off and now I see you for who you really are I don't like it sorry I'm done how fucking hard is it because I'm sorry my belief is you give a chance and it doesn't go well so you give another chance and it still don't go well but then you give it another chance and it's still getting worse and then it gets worse and then it gets worse but you're sitting there just hoping hoping that through a conversation or an argument something inside her brain snaps and she's like oh fuck I don't want to lose him I really need to to change on how I do things thing of it is it's gonna change for about like a couple weeks maybe a month if you're lucky but then it just goes right back to being the fucking same now as my watch just said we broke up twice we used to fight and argue a lot about financials we used to get stressed out about it we used to argue about it and there was a time where she was doing all of it all the financial carrying now she was paying the rent she was paying the car payment and she was just my girlfriend at time and she told me one day she says i just i can't do it anymore i'm i'm, I'm done and the one thing i said to her is before i left before i got in my car and i left i said Give me one week and I'm going to bed. I'll have a job. Four days later, I had a job. She didn't come running back to me just because she knew I had a job. We still gave it a couple more days and we actually had a conversation. Well, she kind of played me for the fool. She uh, got on the horn with the buddy I was hanging out with and he was like, you need to talk to her. And I was like, I don't want to fucking talk to her. We're done. And he goes, no, you need to talk to her. So, I mean, my boy had my back. And after that time, everything smoothed over. It went well. We're married now. And, I mean, honestly, I'm glad I stopped being that stubborn asshole for that couple of seconds it took to just grab the phone from him. Because I would have never known. Now, there is one thing, because we talked about trust. Did? Okay. Big thing. When, like, I told you 
from the beginning. I have two best friends. Both of them are males. Yeah. I have a hard time. I personally have a hard time being friends with females. Because I can't do this whole caddy drama bullshit that they pull. Like, oh, she's not talking to me. She must hate me. No, I'm busy. Or I'm sleeping. Leave me alone. But I told you that my two best friends are males. And you had no issue with that. No. I was upfront. I was honest with you about it. And one of the conversations that we had a long time ago was it is okay to be best friends with the opposite sex. Yeah. And be in a relationship with that same sex as the whatever the opposite sex is. It's not the fact of having to trust the people they're around. No. no. You just have to trust the person you're with right. to make the right decision. I don't need to trust anybody else. I right. just need to trust you. Right. And that goes for all of you. Right. That right there is a lesson. You don't need to trust the guy that she's going to hang out with or, you know, the guy that she's spending time with or whatnot. You don't need to trust him. You need to trust her. You need to trust her to do the right thing. Right. Say the right thing. And make sure that, you know, she's she's not she's not going to run on you. And at the same time, like, one thing I did, just because people can say one thing, but do another. Oh, yeah. That's popular. One thing I did do was I did introduce them to you. Right. And they both stayed here before. Mm-hmm. They both come hang out. One of my best friends walked me down the aisle. Yeah. And now the other best friend, you you just cannot get enough of him. No, I like the kid. I do. <laughs> he is like your alter ego. Like, that's not even the right word. <clears throat> no, he's a, he's a good match right. for for you know a good, a good guy friend. Right. So, because I know that there are some people that they say one thing but do another, I wanted to introduce them to you. So that if there ever was in your mind <coughs> that doubt and you didn't say anything, well, now you know them. Right. You know there's nothing. No. Not going to happen. But. I personally wanted you to meet them so there couldn't be that doubt and you know and I'm just gonna say this to anybody listening um, both of these guy friends of hers uh, one of them she dated the other one it was just kind of like a short-time fling so she's had sex with both of these people and there's some of the good friends that I have nowadays. I don't get to see them a lot, but I really don't give a shit what she did in her past. I'm her present. I'm her future. We've been together well over five years. Mm -hmm. You know? So, and let me, let me tell you exactly how strong your boy is right here. Alright? 
Now, my wife, and this right here goes along with relationships because I really want y'all to fucking listen to this. Because there ain't a single fucking man out there that I know that would allow this shit to happen. But my wife hadn't seen her mom in 10 years. Her mom was living down in Florida. And she finally reconnected with her mom through Facebook. And she had an opportunity to go down to Florida and spend time with her mom. In the flesh. Just me. Just her. I couldn't go. So, she told me, she was right up front with me. She says, the only way I'm going to be able to make this work, I have to stay the night at my friend's house. The guy friend, whom she had had a past relationship because with. Because I had to be at the airport. Because like she had to be at the airport at 4 o'clock in the morning. That did not work with my schedule. I couldn't drive her. I couldn't do it. So she asked me if I would be alright if she stayed the night at this friend's house. My answer was quick. Not even a pause. No thinking about it. I said, go for it. I said, I only have one request. Just one. I just don't want you two sleeping in the same bed. I said, and I'm only asking that out of respect. For the simple fact is, think about how you would feel if the shoe was on the other foot. And she agreed. And they did not sleep in the same bed. It takes a level of fucking trust to be able to do something like that as a man, especially in this fucking day and age. And it was so fucking easy for me. And the only reason why it was easy for me is because of her. She is that easy to trust. So there you have it on that one. I want somebody to do me a favor right now. I'm posting this up on Facebook. And after y'all listen to this, I want you to write down in the comments below this episode and state if you would or would not do the same for your partner. If you would or would not let your partner stay the night at a ex now best friend's place overnight so that they could go see somebody that they haven't seen in years let me know i want i want to see that now my next thing is honesty got a drag off <clears throat> oh like my first first thing was when we first got together, I told you about them both. I was upfront, honest about it. I told you, I said, I have these two best friends. Have I had a sexual relationship with them? Yes. But we are best friends. I want, I don't want that part of relationship with them. 
I choose to have a sexual relationship with you. You are now my husband. That is, I'm one of those people. It's one person. It's like me with kids. One and I'm done. But I was upfront honest with you about who they were. And that they're my best friends. And like, I even gave you examples of why they're my best friends. What, as best friends, we've gone through that have made our friendship stronger. Right. And that's one thing, like, most people are like, oh, I'm not going to tell about this person. He's going to be so mad at me. No, just be honest. Well, if you think they're going to be mad at you, then why don't you just be honest, talk to them, or if you're not going to be honest and talk to them and communicate with them about it first, then I'd recommend you don't fucking do it. Be honest about it. It's going to cause more shit for you down the road. Like, if you were to find out, say, two years into our relationship, that I was just randomly texting a guy, I was like, oh, it's one of my friends, you're going to be more pissed off if I, if I tell you it's one of my friends. Then, and I find out that it's not. Right. When... That'll, that would piss me at off. At the beginning of our relationship... I told you this person and this person, they're my best friends. I text them all the time. Right. But I just want to further that statement. It would piss me off, but not to the point where I would lay hands. I would not pick up my fucking hands. I would take and I would tell her, you need to pack your shit and get the fuck out. But I think that's also why... I also went that extra mile after telling you when we first got together that these two are my best friends. I went that extra mile for you to meet them. Well, one of them I had already prematurely met well, and didn't even know it because I worked with him. Right. <laughs> but it, I went that extra mile to show you like who they were and for you to actually see our friendship so that you didn't have that worry. Like... Knowing, like, well, in in a way, I think I think you thought that I was like worried about it. And I really wasn't worried about it. I could have given a shit less, you know. Just your word stating that you guys were just friends. That's all I needed. Right. I think you just. I don't. I don't think it, it's so much as you know putting it on me and that you yeah. know my behavior or something I said was the reason why you had me meet them. I think that there was just something scratching in the back of your mind that was like, you know, I know that he's all right with it, but just to be sure. Because like, I think it, you were unsure. I think it's more or less like the way the society is nowadays. Well, yeah. Like, it is not okay for a woman to be best friends with a male. Well, Christ's sakes, when my daughter was just a fucking baby, I brought her into the fucking men's bathroom, changed her fucking diaper. I came back out, and this woman looked at me like I was some kind of fucking sicko. Right. I mean, a, a father can't even go in and change his kid's diaper without being, like, looked at like he's some kind of fucking pedophile. But... I mean, that's just fucked up. I think that's why I did it, was it the way society is now, that it is not okay for... You weren't used to that. Two different sex to be best friends. You weren't used to having a guy that was just like, I don't give a shit. Right. Because, you know, a lot of my friends are ladies. Yeah. 
I mean, they were all throughout high school. I was more popular with the women than I were the guys. Right. You know? The only time I got along with the guys, well, I did have a lot of guy friends too, but, you know, the only reason why I got along so well with the guys is because we had shared interests. We, we talked about manly shit. Hunting, fishing, you know, mudding, jacking up trucks, freaking, you know, fist fighting, football. I mean, shit, I mean, we, we talked about guy things. But with women, I mean, they just wanted somebody to listen to. Them. Right. They just wanted an open ear and, hey, fuck it. I've got two of them. Go for it. Talk to me. Talk until my fucking ears fall off. I don't give a shit. But, like I said, like, when it comes to relationships, it's not just the trust and love. No. You want to have the communication. You want to have the honesty. And I think the communication and honesty will lead you to the trust, which will lead you to the love. You also got to throw a degree of fucking respect in there, well, too. Yes. I mean, I know when we joke around, uh, a lot of people think that we don't respect one another. But actually, the reason why we joke around the way we do is because we're comfortable enough and we trust each other enough and we know that we respect each other. So we can go ahead and, and joke and say the things that we've said. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, just to put a share on that and probably get a chuckle mm-hmm. from somebody. When we were talking about taking our trip to Maine. Oh, God, the whale watch. You were going online trying to see what there was out there that we could do. And you were like, oh, honey, look, a whale watch. And I was like, well, how much is it? You were like 30 some odd dollars a person. And I was like, now why in the fuck would I spend almost 70 fucking dollars on a whale watch when I could make money just by throwing your fat ass into the tub and having charging people at the door five bucks to turn the corner and take a peek at you? And did you or did you not laugh? Yeah, and then I spent four hours in the bathtub. In my bu- in my freaking bubble bath. And when the water got cold, I emptied it and filled it back up with more bubble bath. <laughs> Alright, so you see, I mean, we joke. She knew that was a joke. Mm-hmm. You know? And believe me, we found out that we had that same kind of sense of humor. Pretty early on in the relationship. Was it lasagna? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. So, I made my now wife lasagna. We hadn't been together all that long. Couple months. But, you know, I had just gotten out of a really bad relationship, and I figured that I needed to make some changes about the way that I, I talked to women and stuff. So, I was working on that, and I felt like I could do it. So, I jumped back on the uh, dating trailer. and So, I cooked dinner for her. Made my lasagna, which is fucking delicious. Yeah. And, uh, so, comes out, I make her up a plate, make myself up a plate. We're sitting down, we're watching TV. She fucking scarfs it right down. And she goes up for seconds before I'm even halfway done my first. I'm like, fuck me, that was a pretty big piece, too. Didn't say nothing. So... She sits down with her seconds. I finish mine. I was like, well, I think I'm going to have a little bit more, too, because I'm not quite full. So 
I go out and get a piece, I come back in, sit down. She gets up to go back for thirds. And I was like, dear God, where the fuck do you put it all? Now, my wife's only five foot four. Two. Five foot two. Okay, so, yeah, she just tiny thing. I'm six three for fuck's sake. And so I said, where the fuck do you put it all? She goes, are you calling me fat? I was like, no, 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 no. Oh, God, no. I would never. No. I was just... She's like, you were calling me fat. I was like, no, no, I was not calling you fat. And mind you, I was joking about that. Yeah, yeah, she was just joking. But I just really wanted to make a point that I didn't say anything out of humor that was going to hurt her feelings later on down the road. So I was just like trying to trying to stay serious on it because I had worked really fucking hard and I was proud of myself and I was about to break it. So I'm sitting there and I'm holding in what I wanted to say. And uh, I was like, no, I'm just, you're going up for your third piece. I'm just wondering where the fuck you put it all. She goes, you're calling me fat. I was like, I'm not calling you fat, honey. She's like, you're a dick. And I was like, well, you're still fat. And that's where we knew. And she laughed her ass off. And honestly, a big weight got shedded off my shoulders that day. The tension just fucking released. So we're both laughing hysterically about it. And we knew right then and there. And I ended up going up for fourths. And I couldn't finish it. But, like I said... Old boy knows how to make a lasagna. But, you know, that kind of shit right there, you know. And I tell those stories to some of our friends, and they all sit back and like, wow, that is so disrespectful. I'm amazed that she ain't clapped you upside the head. I'm amazed that she ain't left. I'm amazed that you guys are even still together. You know, my mom has even said, if I ever would have let my, your, my husband, your father, Talk to me like you talk to her. Oh, that'd be a fuck cold day in hell. And my but, wife explained to her. I don't take it to heart. I know he's joking. It's funny. It's our humor. But at the same time, a lot of people see like <clears throat> your side of it. They don't see what happens behind closed doors. Right. They don't see that there's times when I'm actually the dick about joking around. Yeah. I'm the one that makes the dick move. Yeah. I mean, my wife's exactly how I like them. Quick-witted and big-titted. That's Jeff. But they are big. Okay, well, not everybody wants to know your boobs. Alright? Well, you said it was a joke that I was quick-witted and big-titted. The quick-witted was, was the joke. Oh. <laughs> Can I just have my crayons and helmet already? Jesus Christ. She's kind of slow to respond at times. But I love her. But sometimes it's like fucking dating Forrest Gump. I swear <laughs> to God. Say bye, Johnny. <laughs> so. So, yeah. So. We're going on to about 45 minutes now, so I'm just going to do a quick uh, run up and then a close out here. So, relationships. You want one successful? Trust. Respect. Love. Honesty. Communication. communication. 
I already said respect. Oh. Let's go with those ingredients. <coughs> Any man or woman out there that starts off with those five fucking main ingredients. And I'm going to take this quote from a movie. You take those five ingredients, put them in a bottle, stir them up, and you'll have something sweeter than you who. Comment down below if you know what movie that's from. So with all that said, have a good one.